Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, I'm here um, and pumped up and ready to go. We are talking about consistency. 
being the mother of mastery. Wow. That's a big one. I think Sarah isn't here. doesn't seem to be here today, but she, she comes up with these titles. Uh, and uh, I think uh, she's definitely was speaking through work. all of us when she does that. Definitely. Fantastic, fantastic work. So my name is Marvin Reed. Um, my company is Volume 2. I'm known as the strategy guy here on the app. I help people build out roadmaps to success, um, entrepreneurs and business owners who are uh, feeling uh, maybe in a state of overwhelm and struggling to really grow their companies. Um, and I'm here with my partner in crime here today to discuss the top 10 ways to, to help you guys uh, actually tap into that consistency. Uh, because I believe that once you do that, you can really achieve greatness. Ify, how are you, my partner in crime? How are you today? Good morning. Good morning. I am great. And what a great topic. And um, I see, Marvin, that you've, you've been practicing how to say Dada, Maria. And I'm very impressed. I, I know what he's like. Very, He'll go away and consistently practice till he gets it right. So good for you. Um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy to be here. And I think this is going to be a great topic. And I love the way consistency is the mother of mastery, just the way it sounds. So um, yeah, I can't wait to jump into this and good morning fantastic excellent um we have a quiet room today i want i just want to before i don't jump into a very quick reset i would love for you guys because this is a very powerful topic of, uh, uh, of the room today i would love for you guys to hit that plus button and uh, and bring in some more people in to, to listen to this conversation um because i think it's going to be a, a really good one today um, so hit that plus button and, and uh, ping some more people in. You are in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. We are here in this room at 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through uh, to Friday, followed by the incredible social media show, which is from uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And on a Saturday, uh, we are here from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, and on Sunday, you have the 111 Club. Every morning, we focus on bringing you motivation, education, and inspiration. Because uh, our leader here in this club, in Breakfast with Champions, Mr. Glenn Lundy, always says that if you change the way you start your day, it will make a massive impact on your life. So we want to support your positive morning routine, not only through these sessions here on Clubhouse, um, which you can listen to again uh, over uh, as a podcast, but also through the Morning Five Planner. The Morning Five Planner is an incredible tool for those of you that, are, that aren't aware of it already. This is a tool that gives you the space to check off the Morning Five each day and make sure that you're setting yourself up for success in 2022. Because I know we're all thinking about this. This year has flown by for me. I don't know. Flash your mics if this this year has absolutely flown by for you guys, because it has for me for sure. <laughs> but. Listen, the, the, the Morning 5 uh, Planner, it, it really, really is amazing. I can't wait to, to get my hands on, on my copy. I know it's winging its way uh, to me as we speak. Um, and the good thing about it for, for this year, for the first time, it's actually interactive. So there's a QR code. So each month you can be part of a monthly challenge with the entire Breakfast with Champions community. Um, you'll unlock exclusive videos and book rec recommendations and, and lots, lots more. So I'd love for you guys to go to themorning5planner.com. That's themorning5planner.com or click the link that you can see there at the top um, of the room and get yours now. If you can't see the link at the top of the room, it means that you need to update your uh, Clubhouse app.
So with that being said, we would love to, to jump into the conversation today. You know, the top 10 ways to develop consistency and achieve greatness. I mean, this is Ify and I touched base briefly before uh, we jumped into the room and we were like, oh, yeah, this this is a good one. Because when I when I think of, you know, really putting that consistency in place to achieve greatness, I'm thinking I'm a big sports uh, fan. I, I've told you guys before in my office um, here over in the UK, I've got uh, signed uh, uh, pictures of Muhammad Ali and paintings of Muhammad Ali and signed pictures of uh, uh, Pele and Ronaldo, some of the greats within within sport. But I think of, you know, the Colbys and the Jordans and, uh, you know, the Williams sisters and so on. And and I really do think that if we can all ad- 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 adopt the steps to actually achieving that consistency and leaning into the discipline, I really do think that that you know greatness is 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 at the end of that um that rainbow so to speak if you'd love for uh, you to jump in before we kick yeah do you know what marvin absolutely i i love this and you know for for me being studying and being in the world of mental health minds mindset and inspiration for years what i found is is that when you are consistent when you make a decision in advance to actually take the steps that you need to take and not give up wow I think um, even if I go back to my when I first started my career as a dancer, everything is about training, rehearsing, repetition and consistency. And um, I can't wait till we can really go deep into this because how exciting is it to know that you can reach any goal that you set for yourself. You can achieve anything that you want in your life if you're willing to put the effort in and consistently show up time and time and time again. It is a matter of being able to consistently show up and consistently do the work. Um, and I think that to me gave me excitement because it meant that if I start off not very good, it doesn't matter. You know, I can, I can if I want to build, when I wanted to build a six pack, you know, I, I went in and I consistently went in there and built on my core and I kept doing it knowing that the more I showed up, the more I did it, the more likely I would get what I wanted. And I, I use that analogy because I really do believe when you think about work, working out your body and your mind, if you can consistently do anything and do it to a point where it actually becomes part of your daily routine, like the morning five planner, it's, you know, how you're starting your day. If you can make it part of your daily routine and you can consistently do it and be I think consciously aware as well until you become unconscious um, that you're doing it but I think it's exciting because that means that it doesn't matter where you start it doesn't matter where you are it doesn't matter what you have or what you don't have if you are willing to consistently invest your time effort energy doing something then you will get what you want in the end and it's about being willing to do it because a lot of people say, you know, I want to, I want to get a six pack, let's say, and then they go to the gym for a couple of weeks and then, then they stop and then they see somebody with a six pack and go, wow, you know, aren't they lucky? No, they consistently showed up. So um, I can't wait to keep talking about this, Marvin. Yeah, I can't agree more. And, and uh, I think after the best part of 18 months of this crazy, crazy time that we've all been going through, um, you know, <laughs> not for one, for one, my 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 gym routine kind of went out the window when all the gyms closed here in the UK, um, and I had to struggle to get that consistency back because um, it definitely affects your your mindset. So we're going to jump straight into this. 
Um, thank you for everyone who's joined us today. We are here every single Saturday, myself and Ify, um, at 7 a.m. Uh, to, to, to pour into you guys. So uh, for those of you that have been here before, you know that I'm all about actionable steps. I want to make sure that you guys get actionable steps to help you move forward. So number one for me, when I, when I think of the top 10 ways to develop consistency and, ach and achieve greatness, number one for me really is you have to face the facts. You have to face the facts. So, and, and you're probably thinking, well, what does he mean by that? For me, I talk a lot about self-awareness um, when I do these segments here in Breakfast with Champions. And I think you have to be honest with yourself because a lot of people, will, when, they, when they need to have this consistency, when they need to have this routine, they'll make the excuses for themselves. They'll have a million and one reasons why they can't do it whether it's the a, a fear of some sort or or whether it's actually you know oh but but I can't do it because of this or the kids or the that or the this the, there's always going to be an excuse and you need to be honest with yourself and remove those those excuses you know starting is going to be the hardest part you know what's what's in your way be honest about what's in your way and and is it really um a, a, something that you can't change you know and I always say if not now then when you know, you have to focus on that first hurdle. You get over the first one, then you can actually start to develop um, the process of of building that routine out, building that consistency out. But get over the, the first hurdle first. The second one is linked to, to, to number one. Number two for me is the power in saying no. So many people don't realize there's a massive amount of power in saying no, because if we, I, I talk a lot, if he will tell you this, <laughs> when I talk about opportunities and distractions, you know, is it an opportunity or distraction? You might think, oh, well, I have to say yes to this. There's always the, the saying that, you know, you, you have to consistently say yes to, to move forward. Sometimes there's a massive amount of power in saying no, if you have actually built out your own personal roadmap and you know what you're trying to achieve and you are trying to stay consistent in order to achieve that greatness. So think about how much power there is in, in saying no. It's the, it, there's real freedom in it. Uh, number three for me is, uh, as I've touched on it, num uh, number one is the fear. You know, when you think about uh, why you don't want to get started. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Me, if you mentioned uh, the six pack, when I thought about getting back into going to the gym, I used to go to the gym four to five times a week, you know, and I got comfortable after lockdown when all the gyms were closed. I don't really like training at home. I've got weights at home and stuff like that, but. You know, it's not the same as going into the gym and, and feeling the environment of the gym. And I'm using the gym as, a, as an example because if he touched on that. And I think, you know, there was a fear that, well, maybe, maybe I can't do what I used to do. Maybe I'm not going to be able to actually, you know, 
compete at the level I was competing at and and you know I'd 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 do a little bit at home and I'd realize whoa I'm way off where where I was before and it's the idea of having knowing that you have to go through that pain barrier to get back to that level again and sometimes it's it's we can get the doubt and the fear can get um in the way um everyone knows the acronym of, of fear you know false evidence appearing real we have to to push through that in order to really, really um, dial into that consistency, and once you get into the consistency, to me, the consistency is the is the is the new comfort zone. So you're moving from your old comfort zone into the new comfort zone. Um, if I'd love to pass it to. You. Oh, thanks, Marvin. Yeah, when you were going through those, I was like, mm, yeah, with you. And I, it, in the last thing that you just said about you know the fear, I could hear in your voice even you were like knowing that I have to go back to the gym and I'm not going to be at the level that I was. And I, I totally agree. I think if we look at number one, facing the facts, when you face the facts and you have that self-awareness and you say, look, what's the bottom line? I find like for me, I'm somebody who is an action taker, but I don't feel comfortable taking action and running in a direction without actually understanding where that's taking me. So when I look at everything in life, it's facing the facts. It's saying, look, where am I now? Where am I right now? What do I have right now? Okay, right, the facts are, this is where I am. Right, now that I know that, okay then, we can look at how, where am I going? And when you know where you're going, and it's so crystal clear, Marvin, you talk about vision all the time, and I love the thought of being able to know where I'm going and know what it looks like. So when you know that, and you're walking along that road and someone says, hey, do you fancy like coming off the road and going into this, let's say a nightclub? I'm like, no. So the power of saying no, I feel like the, the times in my life when I've been able to give powerful, strong no's is when I have really strong yeses. When I know what the yeses are, where I'm going, and, that I, and I know I'm getting there, I'm very good at saying no to people when I can see the power in it. And I think it takes a while to get to that point. And there's definitely a correlation between having a clear vision and facing the facts about where you're going and being aware of where you are right now. And I call it like a gap analysis, because if you know where you are right now and you're like, right, this is where I am right now. This is how much money I've got in the bank. This is what my body looks like. This is how my children are dealing with school. This is what, you know, you look at all the areas in your life and you say, right, let me just get an understanding and do a quick audit or an evaluation of where I am that's facing the facts and then I say right well, where where do I want to be okay so that's where I want to be what's the gap between where I am and where I want to be and then once I know what, what what the gaps are and the steps are I'll keep going and if someone tries to um, take me off of those steps then I'm like no but if I didn't know where I was going and I was hoping and praying and wishing that I would just find my way then I probably would say yes to lots of things hoping that it will move me there so I I absolutely love that and then the, the fear that you touched on you know the fear of the reality that maybe maybe it's going to take longer than you thought or the fear i remember and i'll pass it back i'm uh, i trained from the age of nine i started performing and singing and dancing and acting and i got straight into it you know i was um dancing when puff daddy in 1997 come to the uk i was one of the little teeny bop dancers i think i was about 14 or something so i've always been um in in the entertainment industry and I wanted to sing because I, I was a very good dancer by that stage, but I wasn't particularly a great singer. 
and I looked at where I needed to be and recognized that like natural vocal ability probably wasn't, I'm not a Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey, but I thought, right, what do I need to do to get there? Do I, I need to consistently do these vocal runs that are boring and don't sound nice at all? You know, it's about recognizing where you are and what you have to do to get where you want to be. And um, having, and there was a moment of fear where I thought, well, if, I'm never, if ever I get the opportunity to sing, I'm not going to sound like Beyonce. I'm not going to sound like Whitney Houston. You know, I'm not going to sound like Celine Dion. Do I even want to do it? And I think the fear for years held me back because I was comparing myself to these, um, you know, incredible superstars. But the minute I got over the fear of not being as good as them, I found my own voice. I found my own sound, you know. So I think it is about recognizing where you are, but knowing fear's okay. It's okay to be afraid, but it's then about what you're going to do after. So anyway, back to you, Marvin, because I know we've got some. Hey, Ify. Good morning. Hey, Marvin. Hey. I'm doing pretty good. I decided to stay on East Coast time. Ify, I have a question for you, if I may, Mark. Go for it. Please jump in. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. I'm so thrilled to be here. And thank you, Dr. Sean, Dora Maria, and Don and Renee and Marvin and Ify and Lolita and Alex and Cornelia and Robert and everyone for holding it down this morning. You all are amazing and we appreciate you so much. So Ify, something you said just like flagged a question in my brain and you know, you and I both share such a passion for raising confident children. And when you were saying how it helped your confidence as I guess it was like an older teenager or a young adult to realize it's okay, I'm never gonna sound like Whitney Houston or Beyonce. So one of the things that I love about my five-year-old Aviva is that, so her favorite movie is Cinderella with Brandy, obviously the best Cinderella ever. And whenever she sings, she's convinced she sounds like Whitney Houston. <laughs> and I think that's good for her confidence, right? That at five, that every time she sings, she's like, I'm just like Whitney Houston. And, but then when you were like, but as I got older, it was important for my confidence that I was like, I can sing no matter who I sound like. And I'm kind of curious what that shift looks like or like what you'd recommend to me. So obviously now she's just like, do I sound like Whitney Houston? I'm like, yep. Cause she's five. She's having fun. She's singing in her room. You know what I mean? Like, like sound beautiful baby. Like, but is there like, I'm just curious. As I said, that's what flagged for me of like, it's interesting to me that it's like two opposite points. So like as a five-year-old, the thing that makes her want to sing all day, every day is the fact that she thinks she sounds like Whitney Houston or Elsa or whatever the case may be. But as you said, you hit an age when you were older and you had to say, it doesn't matter who I sound like, I like to sing. So I had a question for you on what that progression looks like and how I can support that if you. Oh my gosh, Sarah. Wow. Well, first of all, your daughter and me, we are going to be best friends because that is one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, that Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston. Give me a flash of the mics if any of you have seen this film. Like, Whitney Houston's like, impossible. I will do a whole song for you. I know all the words. For an orange little pumpkin to become a golden carriage. Anyway, okay, me and your daughter need to <laughs> okay, spend some time together. Anyone on stage who isn't flashing your mics, go to Amazon right now. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out there. It'll be good for you. I was hoping I'd get a duet of Iffy and, and Sarah then for a minute. Sarah, nope. Can you nope. No? It's four oh, twenty-four. I'm liking that idea, Marvin. Time. I am liking that idea, Marvin. Let's do that. He's trying to tank your room, Dr. Sean. He's trying to tank your room. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know, Sarah, what a great question. And it is so important. Now, for your daughter, she's five years old. I would let her sing at the top of her voice and watch her face and film her and show her and let her be. Because the thing is... It, it,
uh, people talk about being real and honest and it, uh, whether your daughter is a great singer or not is irrelevant. The fact that she is so connected to something that inspires her. And I can see why as a, a black girl, me, I watching Brandy as a Cinderella and seeing all these black females with these lead roles as a child. It was just everything to me. I think I've watched it so many times. Um, so I would let her, I would let her sing it. I would encourage her. And then um, if she really wants to take it further, if, if she check to see what her ear is, you know, get a piano and get to see if she can hear the notes and just do the scales with her. Like get for you to do your own, you know, see the facts like Marvin said. So get the piano and just go along and hit the notes and see if she can hit the note in tune and she can hear the sound. If she can hear it, great. Then you know that you can work with it. If she struggles to hear the note and make the sound with her voice, then you can do other work underneath. Like you can start where she is, but if she loves it and it makes her feel amazing and it's her gift, you know, I always, you, me and you, we, we're all about empowering our young people to believe in themselves. You know, I know you're a massive advocate in building confidence and self-esteem and doing that. So I think that it's back to the thing. Every single one of us is born with a gift. Every single one of our children has something in them that they're supposed to share with the world. Our job as parents, aunties, uncles, is to help them find their gift and be a detective and figure out where is it that they shine, where, and then where she says, this is what I want to do, mummy. This makes me feel alive. Then you do everything in your power to give her the tools, the techniques and the training so that she can find her voice. And then she can just sing, you know, and sing and sing and sing because, oh my gosh, yeah, go for it. Never, never ever stop i'd never think it's to stop your children or loved ones from doing something even if you're watching and thinking well, that doesn't sound that great it doesn't matter she needs the space and the freedom and i know you've created an environment at home where she can be herself to really go to the very ends of what she can do and then training you know it's all about training and consistently rehearsing and then she'll get there and and it's great <laughs> i can't wait to see who she thank you so much Fantastic. No, really, really great question. And great to have you in the room, Sarah. Um, so I, I think we've, we've covered a few points. I want to try and squeeze in two more before I do a quick reset um, here right now. So I'm going to do go to number four. Um, and look, we've heard this so many times. I've even said this in the room. I've said it's how important it is to audit your circle and make sure that you have the right people around you. So for me, in terms of achieving consistency or developing consistency to achieve greatness, you have to make sure that you're in the right pool of people. You have to. It's imperative. For me, you're going to be, you, it's going to be an uphill battle if, for example, as, as if you mentioned, you're if you're trying to really be consistent with going to the gym and you're surrounded by people, not one person goes to the gym and not one person has a great diet and everyone's smoking or drinking or whatever and everyone thinks going to the gym is a waste of time. You are going to be literally on an uphill battle. You really, really are. You know, you need to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people, people who can actually hold you accountable. You know, who is your one, number one go-to person? I've said that before in this room. Do you know what I mean? Consistently audit that circle. And number five for me, once you actually develop that circle, don't waste it. Don't actually waste the amazing people around you. Be of service to them and allow them to be of service to you. 
be brave enough to actually ask for the help. You know, it's pointless. It's pointless going through the process of making sure that you're around incredible people, incredible driven individuals, if you are then uh, not going to actually uh, not just be of service to them, but allow them to be of service to you. It's so, so important. Um, I'd love to take a very quick share because I've heard a, a couple of people on mic. Um, if anyone would like to jump in at, at this point, you know, do, does anyone here have their, their number one kind of go to person um, that they always sort of uh, 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 lean on or, and, and can really resonate with uh, with number five there? Please flash your mics and jump in before I do a quick reset. Flash your mics or I will. I'm happy to jump straight into the reset at this point. I'm scrolling up and down. I can't see anyone, which is fantastic, which means I'm going to slide right into the reset here as we are at the halfway point now. Um, just to let everyone know, you are in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And I just want to remind you, we're not just here on Clubhouse. You know, we have the Breakfast with Champions podcast and everyone knows I'm a huge, huge fan of that. Um, you know, you can hop onto the podcast and, and check out some of the incredible rooms that have happened, some of the incredible interviews that have happened. Uh, Lolita had a brilliant interview recently. We've had people like Montel Jordan in the room. We've had people like uh, Grant Cardone in the room uh, and, and Les Brown and so on. So do check out the prod podcast. Do check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. We basically have made sure that we can be everywhere that you are so all you have to do is pick your platform of choice and and uh, engage with us so here's what i'd love you guys to do go to breakfast with champions club on instagram that's breakfast with champions club and click that link in our bio and from there you can follow us anywhere you like you can follow us on all platforms if you like um, but we'd love to uh, make sure that we can stay connected with you. So I'm going to do a quick recap um, of the points that I've covered so far. Um, we're here talking about uh, the title of the room is Consistency is the Mother of Mastery. So we're talking about the top 10 ways to deliver consistency or to develop consistency and achieve greatness. So number one for me was facing the facts. Be honest with yourself. You know, starting is the hardest part. You need to know and be honest about what's in your way. Because we can put the world super hot mic. Super, super hot mic there. Just going to mute you. Okay, right, and keep it moving. So, um, as I mentioned, number one is facing the fact. What's, what's, what's actually in your way? You know, be honest about what's in your way. Is it really... Uh, something that is going to stop you from getting started? Is it really something that's, that, that has to stop you from developing that consistency? You know, because if you think about it, if it's not now, then, then when are you actually going to start? That first hurdle is the most difficult one. So we need to focus on that one rather than any of the other hurdles along the way. Number two, uh, we touched on the power of saying no. There's a huge amount of power in saying no. You know, the real freedom isn't really the ability to say yes, as so many people say. For me, it's the ability to say no. It's only really in, in doing that that you can concentrate on the things that really matter, that you can actually focus on being consistent, that you can focus on building out that roadmap to success and really achieving greatness. Number three, um, do not uh, uh, let the fear cons consume you was, was number three for me. Um, you know, you, everyone wants to make excuses. Everyone wants to um, let fear overcome.
overcome them. Uh, you know, we all are aware of, of the acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. I spoke about myself in the gym when we, we had lockdown here in the UK. And one of my fears was, you know, am I even going to be able to do it like I used to? You know, I used to love burpees. Most people hate burpees. I used to, I used to love them. I used to do them with, with, a, with a weighted ball. And I'm, and, and I'm thinking, can I even get back to, to that level of fitness again? Marvin, uh, Marvin, did you just yeah. say you used to love burpees? Yeah, absolutely. Did you say you did it with a weighted ball? Because I, I don't. <laughs> you guys, I'm actually going to stand up for Marvin right now, even though he tried to just lose the game on the stage and say that uh, actually the fitness where I'm going to today, the trainer loves burpees. So we're gonna we're gonna let you slide on that one today, Marvin. But any other day, you you would. <laughs> Oh dear. So, so just, just, just so you guys can visualize this, there's a, there's a, every, you might be familiar with the weighted ball, but there's a weighted ball that has handles in it. So I used to use that when I did burpees, just, just, just so you can visualize it. Anyway, I'm going to keep it moving before, before. Um... Why do you want us to visualize you doing burpees? I'm sure it's Dr. Sean that said, I, well, how do you even do that? I'm trying to help. I'm he was helping me and and when you're not on the top line <laughs> so you got him, you got him in trouble dr sean you got him in trouble back to you marvin exactly marvin i was you know, marvin i was trying this is gonna you're gonna get annoying now i was trying to visualize you doing burpees and i thought does he have a smile on his face that couldn't work out have you got a smile when you're doing burpees like why do you want us to visualize <laughs> So you can see no, the consistency. Being, so you can see the listen, consistency. Listen, the mastering of. We all know how much we love Dr. Sean in this room. If Dr. Sean. Oh no! It's been your segment. I can still throw you down. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll let you. We'll let you get back to it, Marvin. We. Oh, so uh, I think well, was it number four? Uh, surround yourself with with, uh, with the people who can hold you accountable. And number five was be brave enough to ask. Be brave enough to tap into those people who are around you. Um, because what's the point in going through the hardship? And, and it is very difficult to actually audit that circle. I'll be totally honest with you. You know, some, as, you, as you grow up, the people around you change. Um, if I think of some of some of the the the, fr the longest friends I've have kind of end up falling by the wayside when they aren't necessarily in line with the roadmap that you're on, or or you know you you feel that you have to just keep moving forward and and you are going to leave people behind and you have to audit that circle if you're serious about um you know achieving the greatness within yourself and uh, if you go through that hardship and then you aren't uh, really, you know, being of service to them and, and allowing them to be of service to you, then what are you actually doing it for? You know, it's it, it's really important to make sure that that you are in line with the people around you to the point that they know that they can come to you and, and, and they feel that you would come to them if you needed to. So that comes brings up me on to the next point, uh, number six. And it's really... Uh, Again, I suppose this taps into 
one of the fantastic uh, topics we covered recently, another brilliant uh, room title by Sarah, for, uh, where we spoke about discipline. discipline. Uh, and so number six for me is prioritizing the right things, removing those temptations. You know, um, everyone knows I'm a huge fan of, of talking about is it an opportunity or is it a distraction? You know, we we often gravitate to the to the distractions and to the temptations because they are the more exciting things to do. They are the the things that we we really enjoy, but they aren't necessarily the things <laughs> that are good for us. So that would be number six for me. Um, uh, if we, I know, I know uh, we speak about uh, opportunities and distractions a lot, so I, I just wanted you to jump in at this point. Well, yes, Marvin. Well, when you said it. Um, you don't know, but I rolled my eyes, actually, because I've heard you say it so many times to me. Is that an opportunity or is it a distraction? And I think it comes back down to really knowing what it is that you're trying to do and where you want to go, because um, opportunities can look like opportunities to some people, but to others, it can look like a distraction. So the way that I balance it out um, with your support, you, you let's say to me, what is it that you want? Is that going to feed into it or is it not? Is it going to take you away from where you're going? Is it um, pulling you off the road? Is it taking you off the track? And I think to get to the point where you can be really confident knowing actually, let's, if we feed into the others, I'm going to say no to this. And I think it's really hard because I love the Richard Branson quote, you know, say yes and then figure it out later. You know, be a yes person and be the person with your hand up, pick me, do this, you know, be first and all of that kind of mentality about just leaning in and not overthinking it. And then I think there's different stages where you actually say to yourself, I think that if I say yes to this, it actually is going to distract me from my overall mission and where I'm trying to get to. And there's been many times when I've said no and I've felt so sick. I mean, like sick. I'm like, why did I say no to that? You know, we, when we first had our conversation, wasn't it? So um, with everything that I do, I'm so I'm a, I'm a speaker. That's what I did before COVID. And then I kind of um, diversified um, and I'm always doing stories. And I was in this our local, a local hotel where me and Marvin live because we live like 10 minutes away from each other. And I was doing my stories and I was prancing about in this hotel. And this gentleman come up to me and was like, in October, we're doing a big event with um, all these big named British artists who are going to be performing. And we'd love you to, you know, be our um, person who um, is the face and is promoting and is doing all of our social media. And and he said, look, this is, and we had a meeting and he said what he would pay me. And I was like, whoa, that's really good. And I got really excited. And then I thought, but this is nothing to do with what I do. So, and I'm going to have to like really invest three months of my life making being an event person now and I said to Marvin you know the money's really good and you know I, I might get to interview um, a guy called Craig David and who is like famous in the UK and I was like yeah that could be really fun and Marvin was like you know you can see Marvin's avatar now picture him crossing his arms taking a deep breath leaning back and going but is this an opportunity or a distraction <laughs> is, that, is that an impression of me <laughs> That was you. And I had to think, oh, and in the end, I, 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 it's probably the biggest thing I've said no to. I was like, it's a distraction. And I said no. And then the first day I was like, okay, I'm going to lean into it. But then the day after I was like, yeah, power to me. I said, no, I don't need that. And it's kind of helped me to say no much easier now because the feeling you get when you say, give a powerful, strong no, 
oh, that builds your confidence even more because you're like, actually, I don't need to be, I'm, I'm not somebody, you know those games, you know those ping pong games that you have in bars where you, a ball comes down and you click it and the ping ball goes up, down, up, down, up, down. You know those arcade games? Well, that's kind of how you can become. You can be somebody who goes here, there, everywhere, up, down, up, down, up, down. And um, that, I don't want to be like that because that's very erratic. So um, saying no actually makes me feel more centred, more anchored, more controlled. And it's great. But also saying yes. I love it when I get to say, yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, so, yeah, there, there's been so many times me and Marvin have had conversations, haven't we? Because, um, and Sarah, you'll love this. For Black Friday, I said, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, everyone who um, buys the star, I'm going to make a personalised video. And then I said to Marvin, oh, guess what? I've just sent an email out to my email list. <laughs> I said, I've told everyone who's ever bought a star can get a personalised video. Marvin was like, why would you do that? I said, because it's a great idea. He was like, but you're going to be just doing loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of videos. I was like, oh, yeah, why did I say yes to that? <laughs> so sometimes I'll say yes and lean in and jump because I'm so excited and then give myself mountains of work. But um, it is what it is. And you just learn as you go, don't you? You never really know if the yes was the right yes and the no was the right no. You just have to trust that, like Steve Jobs says, that every all the dots are going to connect anyway. Um, back no, look, I, I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still uh, thinking about the impression uh, of, of me you did there. I, I, that, was, that was hilarious. Whose impression of you is better, if he's, if he's or mine? <laughs> I want to hear but, yours, think... Sarah. Can you do yours then, so we oh, can compare no. them? Here we go. Okay, so mine. If, I'll do mine again, and then we'll do Sarah's. So mine is Marvin takes a deep breath, <sighs> folds his arms, <laughs> leans back, and says, "Is that an opportunity or is it a distraction?" <laughs> It's super loud where I am because I just stepped outside to get a cup of coffee. But I would probably go, you all right? You all right? Are you okay? Are you all right? Which apparently means how are you? I don't know. Or Marvin's just very worried about me. <laughs> That's a UK thing. So, you know, yeah. if, I, if I ask the phone, oh, yeah, how's it going? You all right? That that's a UK thing. I know the UK people in the room will understand what, uh, where I'm coming yes, from when I say do. that. And by the uh, thank you, thank you. I feel like I got back up here. <laughs> Actually, I'm you were right. Iffy. How many people? How many people on your email list asked you for the video and took advantage of the offer? Because I actually want to hone in on something. Well, that is a brilliant question because you won't believe it. I got twelve, twelve people, and I sent it to about seven hundred and thirty. So I actually think sending it was brilliant for a couple reasons. One is that in the end you got 12 and you probably made those 12 people feel incredible. Everyone else who, like, I think that's a brilliant data point. The other people who opened your email know that you have that generosity. Um, and, you know, it's really an interesting, as I said, engagement point. So one really interesting point that you raised there and, um, I love Marvin's advice. I go to Marvin for advice all the time. But when you were saying that you just kind of leaned in and said yes to that because that felt right to you to serve your audience, that you do that above and beyond. Honestly, to me, it's the same way as how Glenn said that he would personally sign any planner that someone got before Black Friday. He didn't know how many planner requests he was going to get, right? And so I think that there's actually, Ify, I love the comparison of the two examples you shared. The first, which was just that it was like flashy and exciting and celebrity and cool. Right. And so Marvin telling me, like, well, are you just doing it because you get to interview Craig David? Like, let's take a minute. You know what I mean? Amazing. But then when you were like, you felt I'm going to email my whole list, because what I instantly thought is if 700 people had said yes, I'm sure that they all would have posted 
your star on social. And so to me, from a strategy perspective, I think when you send it out to them and you say, hey, you know, not only share this with your, you know, little one, but, you know, if you wanted to tag me of them, you know, seeing it or whatever, there are always ways that I think you can make that that effort come back around and making your audience feel really, really served. I do think once you hit a level that your email list is 7,000, it might be different, but I don't know. I thought that was a really cool um, kind of point that sometimes you need to listen to that person who's like, what's the best and highest use of time? And sometimes you just dive in and serve your list and, and it'll. Oh, thank you, Sarah. And then the thing, and then I, I'm, I'm with you. And the thing what Marvin did, which was really good after, he then said to me, what's the vision beyond the vision? Because now I want you to start thinking about what are you going to say when you get your moment with Oprah? So I think he was like, okay, right, you've done that now. Next thing. What's the next thing? So like you said, it's so good to have that yin and yang. And sometimes I do things and then after I think, oh gosh, there we go. But yeah, it, I love what you said, Sarah, because now those people will tell other people, hopefully, and, and do the post. So I think everything is, you. I feel like I'm a little bit on a tight wire sometimes where I'm like, left will take me here, right will take me here. And I kind of feel like I want both. But um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, really, really. Thank no, I love that shit. Um, was was were you flashing, David? I, I just saw you flashing. I'm not too sure if you want to jump in. Um, if not, I'll keep it going. Um, cool. So number seven is one that I really, really wanted to. I'm just looking at the time. We've got 15 minutes here. Um, keep pinging people in. We've had over a thousand people come through the room this morning already. Um, I think when we opened it, it was it was a, around 100. So we're now over 200 uh, people so keep pinging people in this is a great conversation um number seven is see we we, we spoke about this just before we jumped into the room uh iffy because if he's got um 10 c's uh that that uh, she speaks about um i believe them in the book and we kind of whittled it down to five we thought what are the five c's uh, if you really, really wanted to use them for consistency, um, and and we we whittled them down to commitment, concentration, competency, clarity, and courage, and I'd love to dive into those a little bit. Um, and and uh, and if you feel free to jump in, if you want to jump in at any point, um, because I feel that uh, you know if if you are gonna really sort of develop that consistency with a view to achieving greatness you've got to have commitment you've got to be committed and understand the reason why you're committed to that you know that's one of the one of the yeah, biggest um, one of the biggest things you can grab that hot mic very quickly okay doke um one of the biggest things that or biggest impressions that was left on me when i joined breakfast with champions is is when I realized that Glenn had done a thousand shows of Rise and Grind. A thousand. Like the level of commitment required to turn up at that time in the morning every single day and pour into people and engage with people and, and really serve the community. Um, really just it was I was in awe of it, I've got to be honest. You know, it was it was like commitment uh, personified. Um, so I think when we talk about commitment, imagine, look at the great examples um, around you. You know, I know I mentioned Jordan and Kobe and so on at the start of the segment, but look at all, look at all the, the great examples and then think of 
what you are doing right now and what you are trying to develop your level of consistency for. Whether that's, you know, trying to go to the gym or you want to develop consistency with a view to building out your business, because there's always, you can always look at much bigger examples and then, and then, it, and then you're, you'll, you'll, it won't be as, as big a task for you. You'll think, well, if that person can do that, then surely I can do this. You know, I really think that, that that's something that can help a lot of people. And it, and it also leans into the concentration. And I'll, I'll pass it to you. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I felt the same way. Knowing that Glenn did a thousand episodes, it really took me. It was like a real moment to think a thousand, you know, even to try and process a thousand times showing up. I think it's incredible and remarkable and inspiring because how many of us have done anything consistently a thousand times? You know, it like it's just one of those, it, it's the mark of mastery to consistently show up. And I'd love to know if Glenn was here, did he make a decision at the beginning on number one, I'm going to do a thousand or did the thousand just roll out? I don't know if Sarah, you know, but I, I, I've always wondered. I hear that he said that one reason why he stopped hashtag rise and grind at a thousand is because it was on his heart that if he kept going, he would have to go until 2,500. He felt that like, no matter what his goal was, it had to be um, definitive. And, you know, I'll be candid too. He's still really exploring. I don't know that he's done. I think he needed, he knew that he needed a sabbatical, <laughs> um, but we're very much talking about um, 2022 really intentionally. And I, I wouldn't say that he's done. I think that he stopped hashtag rise and grind at a thousand episodes, but I wouldn't say that he's done. So the short answer to your question is, as he got closer, he made an announcement that a thousand would be the last one because he knew that he didn't want to have to show up for 2,500 days consistently because of how many years that would be. Um, but it's a great point of, uh, I don't know if he originally set out to do a thousand, but I think as it got closer, he said, this is a good, um, almost bookend. Wow. That's amazing. It, it really is. And I get it. If you get to 1,001, like just for me, and I'm sure Marvin, because I know what he's like, you, you just need, you'd have to keep going because you just would, because otherwise it, you'd, the number's not round and all those kind of things. So that makes sense. And I think when I think about consistency, I like I said at the beginning, I, I love it because what, once you've done something, once you've started not good and then become good and you're able to look back and say, okay, I'll give you an example, learning to do the splits. I'm not a particularly, fle I wasn't a particularly flexible person, but I wanted to learn how to do the splits and my sisters and um, all the dancers were able to do it quite quickly. And it took me months to learn to do the splits. Every day I'd get in front of the TV with books underneath the gap of where I'm trying to reach the floor. And eventually I was able to do the splits flat. But the process that I went through of consistently coming home from school and putting books under and taking them out and going through the pain and experiencing like the stretch and all of that, once I got down to the splits and did them flat, I was like, wow, it kind of was a realization that anything I want, I can have. I just need to keep going consistently. So um, I think with, when we talk about consistent consistency and, con and when we talk about consistency, I think it's a great power that we can all take. The power is you can do anything that you want if you're willing to show up and keep going for as long as it takes. 
for as long as it takes. And some people might be able to do something in one month. Some people might be in one year. Some people may be in 20 years. But if you make the decision in advance that you want it, then it's about consistently showing up and doing the things that you need to do. And it's that quote I mentioned, one of my favorite quotes by um, Norman Vincent Peale. And I heard it quoted by Les Brown. He said, are you prepared to do the things today that others won't do to have the things tomorrow that others won't have? And I always say, yes, you know, I am willing to do it and no matter how long it takes. And I think that gives you power. Um, I no, definitely, 100%. So so just to remind people of the five C's, commitment, uh, concentration, uh, competency is the next one. I really do feel that, you know, if you are going to be consistent, if you are going to show up every day, you've got to make sure that when you show up, you are prepared. When you show up, you're going to give maximum effort and, and you're going to give 110%. The next C is clarity and the final C is courage which is something else that, that we touched on. Um, I'm just conscious of the time and I, because I really want to create the, the space for people to share and people to chime in. I've had a few messages on the back channel. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to go through the next uh, few steps and then uh, very, very quickly pass the microphone around. So if you do have a share or do have a question or, or there's something you'd like to say, I would love for you guys to flash your mic or message me on the back channel. So number eight was recognizing the small things and the big game changers. You know, everyone's heard uh, uh, the saying, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You know, you have to recognize the small, small things and have enough self-awareness within yourself to know that, right, okay, if, if I can just start here and start with these small things and then gradually increase and increase until um, I've actually got the confidence, confidence to, to, to take on the, the bigger challenges. Number nine for me is systemizing the process. You know, what's your formula? Everyone knows that, um, again, using the example um, that Ify mentioned about uh, with, with the sit-ups, everyone knows that if you do X amount of sit-ups, X amount of times for X amount of days, sooner or later you're going to see results. So systemize the, the formula in your mind and, and understand what the process is for consistency. And the final uh, uh, point for me, which leans into number nine, number ten, is what is the goal what is the vision you have to have that vision you have to understand the why because the vision is 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 what's going to help you develop that consistency understanding the reason why you're doing it understanding where you want to get to with going through the those pain thresholds as we spoke about that's going to be the thing that really really helps you uh, push forward that really really fills your sails um, in those uh, at those low times when you really don't want to get up and keep going um, if I, I just want to pass the mic to you at this point before we uh, go around for yeah amazing I'm seeing we've only got five minutes and I was like oh there's so much we can talk about on this topic but I think I want to look at work out of the ones that you've just mentioned I think competency is really important because you can have a vision you can have clarity you can know exactly what you want to do you can put your hand up you can show up you can have courage you can have confidence but if it gets to the end of the day and I'll give you a few analogies and if we're carrying on with the singing analogy you end up getting yourself in front of like music mogul Simon Cowell because you know exactly that you want to be on stage and you manage to get yourself the opportunity to stand up and sing. But if you, when you sing, 
you're not you're not really that good then all the other things don't really make sense you know and I, I had a thing that happened this week so I didn't know this about Marvin but Marvin's got like degrees in graphic design and all of this kind of stuff and you know really really techie guy and I needed something really quick I rang him I was like Marvin I've got 20 minutes to resize this document before the printer is too late and we won't meet the printers and that's it I won't be able to get this thing this year and I really need it can you help me he was like send it across so I sent it across and and then left him messaged him I said are you done he goes it's already in your email in the meantime because I'm like that I asked three other people because I wanted to make sure I had everything and I knew Marvin had a meeting coming up to the hour I asked three other people can you help me resize this document I went to three people and they came back and all said oh we can't do it because we don't have the original file and we don't have the editable PDF and we don't have this digital thing and we don't have this and we don't basically three companies were like no we can't do it Marvin's like check your email there it is and I was like yes and I think that's what what it comes down to when you get the opportunity someone throws you the mic or throws you the baton or gives you an opportunity even if you've done everything right if at the end of the day you actually are not competent at what you say you do then you'll get found out straight away so I think it's so important to have the vision have the goals have the mindset be confident have the courage you know have the consistency but if when it comes to it and it's opening night and the curtains open and you just don't have it you just don't have it so um yeah totally um but I'll throw it back over to you um Mark no fantastic I appreciate you Ify and so we have literally uh, a couple of minutes left here. I'd love to get some shares. Apologies that we, that we have we are so short of time. Tash, I know you messaged me in the back uh, back channel, um, and um, I think Peter was going to share also. So Tash, I'll go to you. Hey, thank you, Marvin. Hey, Ify. <laughs> I thought I uh, pour I'd pour into you. You are an amazing duo. You just do an amazing job every Saturday, and uh, because so much is going on with the family, I struggle to. To have a share so thank you so much i thought i'd do this today um if you just wanted to say uh, because sarah highlighted the the star i was one of those i have to admit i had it in my <laughs> i went into it i watched the video with my son and my intention was to actually buy that star and i don't know what happened got distracted and i didn't because i really wanted the video to accompany the star so because we have a meeting on monday <laughs> just to let you know i am going to get that star for my son and um, and I want that uh, done if that's <laughs> still okay to add on to the number. Uh, so yes, uh, I also wanted to to point to what you just said, Marvin. Oh, oh my goodness, all these are amazing. From uh, tapping into people who can help you, I've reached out to people in this room, and they're uh, in here. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say who, but one of the uh, <laughs> gentlemen who's helping me, looking so wonderful in the room you know, systemizing processes. So say things like SOPs, I do, I do have SOPs, but I didn't quite implement them. So for them to highlight the fact that, you know, you've got to have SOPs. So what we're doing, he's helping me put those together and then, um, you know, systemizing the process and making sure that we actually implement. So that's what I want to um, emphasize on. And I uh, just wanted to say thank you again. There's so much I wanted to, to pour into, but I know you've got one minute left. But surrounding yourself with people who can hold you accountable, that's one thing I shared. Also, I will probably, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I've got myself a business coach. And oh my goodness me, I am so, so happy. I uh, can't wait to share my testimony. It's going amazingly. So I love you guys. And I will, uh, I'll, I'll pass the mic back to you, Marvin. Thank you. 
Fantastic. I just want to say thank you to all. I have so many messages on the back channel. Uh, Verenda and Robin and Gary and, Gary and Mark uh, and, and Sarah. Um, uh, Elaine, I just want to create the space to pass the mic to you because you messaged me very early on and, and uh, I know that uh, you were heading to the gym. Are you out of the gym now? Uh, are you able to share? I am and I did my burpees. So, <laughs> Did you picture Marvin while you were doing them? Well, that was now. Marvin might be married, so I don't think uh, going down with the no. <laughs> oh, Good morning, everyone. Love what I'm hearing. Hello, familiar faces. You and Ify, what a tag team. I've got to give you two a name. Bonnie and Clyde or something. Yeah, we've got to come up with a name for these two. But yeah, loved everything you were, you were sharing. And I always think, everyone, as you hear it, write it out. Put it somewhere where you can see it or else, you know, we get bogged down with life and we forget. So definitely do that with these fabulous 10 points. I think something very quickly that will tie a lot of those together, which is the integrity of being your word. And integrity actually means whole and complete. And you want to be whole and complete because if you're not your word, none of this or a lot of this won't happen because, as Marvin touched on, we make reasons and excuses. And word, I remember I did a, a, a seven-month program with Landmark, and it was training us to be our word. Now, I thought I was, and a lot of people, I think that's your first point, which is that, that being honest with yourself. Where a lot of times we're a word with the other people, we give our word to other people, and we fulfill. I think we lost you, Elaine. We've lost you. Oh, oh wow. where did you Just as she was landing the plane. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, All right, I will land okay, the plane. Okay, go, go. You were saying you uh, fulfill on that word and then you could. Yeah, okay. So your, your, your word to other people, because there's a lot of times there's consequences and what have you, but are you being your word to yourself? Because I was trained for seven months to be my word. When I said be on the call at 12 o'clock, not one minute passed, not five minutes passed, I was there at 12. When I said I'm going to do something, do you do it or do you let your reasons and excuses steal your dreams? Because that's what they are. They're just made up. So one of the things to look at is be your word. And when I was my word, I'll tell you now, I was more productive in one year than I've been in five years. So be honest with yourself, as uh, Ify and um, Marvin have said. Be really honest about the fact. Be self-aware. If you break your word, re-promise. Because none of this will happen if you keep on making these excuses. So I, I know you've got time, so I'm going to shorten that for you. But consistently be your word. It's a muscle that you, like the gym, the more you do it, the more that you'll actually have a huge impact in the world. And you'll fulfill on all your dreams. Fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing. And I'm glad your signal came back again. Be your word. Very, very uh powerful end to our segment um i just had a message asking what those five c's were is commitment concentration competency clarity and courage so uh, with that being said i will uh yield the mic and say thank you once again for joining myself and ify here on this fantastic saturday have a brilliant weekend um and uh, and i'll hand the mic over 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.